Good morning. This is Ken Sternfeld, and it is Thursday, July 11th. Did you ever have one of those days when you woke up and said, this is going to be my day? This is the day that things change in a positive way. Could have been the day you woke up that you got married. Could have been the day you woke up that you graduated from college. Could have been the day that uh, um, you a new child entered uh, your world when you became a parent or a grandparent. Well, I don't know if it's anything that dramatic for me, but like Shania Twain in the, in the great song that she sings, Today is Your Day, I'm not going to try and sing it, but if you can listen to it, uh, do it. I'm not going to play it because the SEC will tell me that I'm not allowed. But today is the day that I'm going to follow a rule that I believe is going to change our life and the lives of many, many, many people who we care about. Today at the TWA Hotel at JFK, Crystal Cruz and I will be having dinner with Don Rule. Don founded translational software to accelerate the use of molecular diagnostics. Prior to that, he had a 14-year career at Microsoft, holding a variety of roles in providing internet access to MSN, pioneering virtual private networking products, and integrating instant messaging with voice over IP networks. Don founded the BioIT Alliance from within Microsoft to accelerate, accelerate collaboration in translational research. He's coming in with a friend of ours who we've been talking to for the last several months, Rick Shigaki, who is the business development individual at Translational. And we're going to talk about the recent developments in pharmacogenomics. You know, for, real, for more than a decade, actually almost a decade and a half, there's a robust body of evidence that has progressively unveiled drug-to-gene interactions with important implications for healthcare. And I'm kind of paraphrasing from a recent blog that Don wrote. Be even with this information in hand, doctors and many healthcare systems have been slow to implement pharmacogenomic PGX testing. Even as millions of Americans have undergone consumer genetic testing in an attempt to find out where they came from in their ancestry, what about their own health? What about the medically relevant information about the drugs that they take? So despite this reluctance from healthcare providers, I believe we are now at a time in history that PGX will enter the mainstream. More than 40 or 50 healthcare organizations have now implemented CPEC guidelines to put pharmacogenetics into their protocols. The clinical community is finally recognizing the value of PGX, and healthcare systems are working to find efficient, effective means of implementing the PGX testing to improve patient outcomes. I got a call yesterday from and, and had dialogue with a gentleman named Daryl who went to school with Jason Cavallino, our president at RxVIP at LIU. <clears throat> and we spoke about how at, at, at his hospital unit, you know, a, an independent hospital working under the Montefiore umbrella, he wanted to implement this. 
He needed to implement this to take his clinical pharmacy protocols to the next level. So his public interest in PGX tests reached kind of this, this high-end, you know, frantic pace. It's incumbent on all healthcare organizations to get ahead of the curve. You know, research consistently finds that most patients carry at least one variant that can affect medication response. Don't we want to know that? Don't we want to be preemptive? You know, recent studies found that 97%, that's a big number, of tested subjects carry at least one actionable, actionable high-risk variant. 97%. You know, PGX testing can also improve workforce environments. You know, if I owned a big company and I had people who weren't performing because they were sick all the time or they, they called in or they were depressed. I mean, you know, there are numbers that show that depression, you know, which could be avoided if the right drug and right dose is prescribed because 17% of Americans suffer from depression. So if they're not getting the right medication, it's costing our healthcare industry 50 plus billion dollars in absenteeism annually. This is not you just not showing up for school with your homework. This is having a major impact on, on businesses. Yet, many depressed uh, workers don't receive adequate effective treatment. Why is that? Studies have found that significantly higher responses and remission rates to depressed patients who underwent PGX testing were positive. We had a show yesterday on The Hub where a young woman 20 years old, and a young pharmacist, probably a couple of years older after who's entering our career, got together and talked about OCD and dealing with the medication challenges and, and, and all the horrific scenarios of trial and error and how we see in the pharmacy environment hundreds of people come in with depression and anxiety and the cocktails of medications that they take. Wouldn't it be funny, wouldn't it be more important to identify the clinically insignificant markers and to do the right drug and the right dose? You know, driving this forward will drive down depression rates. This can mean less money lost to disability. I'm on disability. And I was in a deep depression when my father-in-law uh, died five years ago. I'm not going to lie. I took a day off. I took a Ken personal day, okay? You know, CBS, the hell with CBS or where I was working. I needed to take care of me <clears throat> to give greater productivity. I needed a higher quality of life. I needed to significantly reduce the feelings of depression that I had, okay? So my employer came second or third or fourth or fifth. I digress. You know, the potential benefits of PGX are a myriad of positives. They're even difficult to quantify. If you sit down with an individual who wants to know the value of PGX testing, you can fill their cup until it run off, run over. As a, as a trained, and I don't mean go to school, back to school, but as an educated, aware healthcare provider, which every pharmacist should be. Every pharmacist should be involved in pharmacogenetics as a way to change the implementation of medication regimens. We are the medication 
experts. We are the people who are who are challenged to improve patient outcomes. Okay, it's our reputation as as the future healthcare providers. We're the only we're the only ones who haven't screwed it up yet in our healthcare system. We need to tell organizations, to tell doctors, to tell healthcare systems that increasingly launching programs and investing in PGX education facilitation is geared specifically towards making the healthcare system better. You know, there are all these organizations like CPIC continuing to publish new guidelines, bringing the total number of uh, drug gene pairs even higher, even higher. I think it's more than 100. The FDA has approved labels on the drugs that we dispense, noting drug genome interactions for, for hundreds of medication. What about this story doesn't resonate with you? PGX implementation programs can ensure that healthcare systems offer actionable, quality, evidence-based PGX testing. We are not proponents to be peddlers of PGX, but we need to know how we can stratify the population that we serve because these programs integrated into the massive healthcare systems can be challenging, but the outcomes are powerful. Using information technology makes the process easier. That's why I'm going to follow the rule. I'm going to follow Don and Rick, and RxVIP is going to strategically align to make the genetic data information workflows work, to make sure that we get them into more healthcare systems so more clinicians can use them. We want to be the hub. Translational calls it the nexus. It's the center. It's the epicenter. We're going to form that bond tonight at the TWO Hotel, where we're going to look at, at, at that wonderful environment. Think about what TWA, that hotel at JFK, what it meant for world travelers. Well, we're taking a world traveling journey with translational software. Don Rule and Rick tonight. And we're going to take these technology platforms and we're going to make it easier to launch and maintain and scale PGX programs. Clinicians do not have to become pharmacogenomic experts. No, they don't. And healthcare organizations don't need to become software creators. They don't. Rather, they can ensure efficient delivery of genomic-based clinical services to their patient by following the expertise of vendors who can implement a PGX program in just a few days with little training and limited overhead. I gotta tell you, whether you believe it or not, that I've always felt that PGX testing, it's more than just a trend. It's the future of therapy management. It's the future of healthcare. Not all PGX testing platforms are equal quality, Make sure you know that we'll show you flagship solutions. As PGX testing becomes the norm, systems that, systems that lean on reliable, high-quality, actionable evidence will lead the way. If you want to be with a leader, be with translational software. Be with the company that has embraced pharmacists. If you're listening to this on the Pharmacy Podcast Network, and are in Pharmacy Nation, and you're looking 
to advance your career, there are lots of good companies who come on this uh, this platform. But translational software has embraced pharmacists as a key component to advancing every PGX program so they could be set apart from all the others and use the wealth of useful data that their, their testings the test uh, uh, deliver and that our experts as pharmacists can take our knowledge and put it with that PGX data and analytics to set the standards that others will follow. So if you're looking to be a pioneer, if you're looking to know where the future of healthcare is today and to get involved with the new standard of care when prescribing medications, call 1-844-MY-RX-VIP, 1-844-697-9847. Email me at ken at rxvipcares because we care about our patients, we care about our profession, and tonight at the TWA, a wonderful, beautiful hotel overlooking JFK, watching planes land and planes take off, we're going to start our journey, and it's going to be a journey that's going to save lives. So I thank you as someone on the Pharmacy Podcast Network who has the opportunity to have his voice be heard. Join us.